It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. For those who listen to the show on a regular basis, uh, one of the things I love to do is to interview people. Uh, and I really enjoy interviewing athletes who, uh, even though they're great on their field or whatever their sport is, they've either gone through some things or are doing something later on in life. Pro Football Hall of Famer Alan Fanica fits that. I did not know this about him because uh, he's in the Hall of Fame, inducted in 2021. But he's battled epilepsy uh, since he was very young, and he's going to join us now to talk about this. Alan, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Pleasure to talk to you. Um, when did this first occur with you growing up? Yeah, so my first seizure was Christmas Eve, my freshman year of high school. Uh, I was out, on, uh, out at my great-grandparents' farm Christmas Eve and had one in the middle of the night. Uh, didn't know what it was, really just uh, was running around the house crying and upset and just really didn't know what was going on. And I, because you were, I think, 14, 15, whatever you were, when was it finally diagnosed? Well, you know, shortly thereafter, the holidays, you know, we started uh, getting the doctor's visits in and doing all the tests uh, and figuring things out. Uh, it was, uh, you know, a couple weeks after that, was, I was diagnosed and, you know, started going down that road of, of finding the right treatment. Uh, and figuring things out, which which took some time, uh, several several months, uh, um, to to kind of figure out what was the best path for me and how to keep moving forward. Was it hard to play football? Because I mean, if so, I would think in the back of your mind, you know, am I going to have a seizure? But I guess you it, it was controlled after a while. Is that right? Uh, after a while, after a while, it was uh, is controlled. Um, you know, really initially at first. Uh, you know, this is back in uh, 91. The Internet's not at our fingertips. Uh, <laughs> right. So many questions. Uh, so, you know, we had that visit with our doctor, and once we got past all the, you know, basic life questions of how this is going to impact my life, uh, you know, then you start asking questions about football and sports and, uh, you know, can I do this and do that? Um, so, uh, you know, there was a period of time where it was like, how is this really going to affect me? Uh, and still going through the process of uh, – uh, finding uh, the right medication that worked for me, uh, you know, you're still wondering, you know, it, are we going to be able to stop this? Can uh, can we improve here or there? You know, there's definitely uh, doubt and, uh, you know, requires some perseverance uh, by myself and, and my, my support group. My, my support group, my family and my doctors were just amazing in the process. Tell me about the Steps Toward Zero movement. So Steps Towards Zero is a movement that was launched by SK Life Science, and, and our goal is to educate, inspire, and activate the epilepsy community. Um, we're trying to, to get the community to reimagine their goals and have candid conversations about uh, the optimal treatment plan with their doctors. So many people that have epilepsy go for so long uh, not revisiting uh, their health care with the doctors and finding an a epilepsy specialist. Um, the, you know, your body changes, medicine changes, things go on, and it just things kind of become your normal uh, when there might be a, a better possibility out there for you. So uh, striving for zero uh, is always the optimal plan uh, when you have epilepsy, You're always striving to, to better yourself. Uh, you know, and through the movement, we're trying to uh, uh, 
remove the stigma, right? Trying to get out here and talk about it and uh, uh, let people know that, uh, you know, one in 26 people in the United States have epilepsy or will have epilepsy at some point in their lifetime. So even if you think you don't know you have somebody, you know somebody with epilepsy, you probably do. Um, and the other thing being the stigma. Uh, you know, Hollywood sells a lot of movie tickets, and they sell you the scary version of what epilepsy is, but it's not all about that. Uh, there is more to it. And, uh, you know, I always like to say that epilepsy is part of me. It's not who I am. And uh, try and spread that word and empower people to feel the same way. Is this hereditary at all, Alan? Uh, for me, no. For me, no. Uh, it was not. It comes from, uh, uh, you know, being a silly kid uh, when I was a young boy and, uh, uh, you know, having an accident is what they were able to uh, tell me when I had mine. But it was from years and years earlier. I was probably like seven or eight years old. Wow. And you're coaching now. I am coaching. I'm uh, coaching a head coach at a uh, high school here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And uh, we are 7-2. and two Good. And uh, heading into the playoffs. That's really good. i, I got to ask this because I, I often wonder if I were an athlete that was as good as you were, sometimes, you know, we've seen athletes retire too late. Was it easy? Was it an easy decision for you to retire when you did? It was so complicated. Um, I could have played more. They wanted me to play more out in Arizona. Um, I was contemplating it. It took longer for me to decide that I could walk away than it did for me to decide to retire, if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, just to stop stop playing football from, from doing something I had done since fourth grade, uh, just to say that I could walk away. It took more for me to wrap my head around than actually uh, deciding to retire. And then last question, when did you want to uh, decide to get into coaching? Is that something you felt you wanted to do when you retired? It wasn't. You know, you always see the, the, the coaches uh, working the long hours in the NFL and stuff and say, no way. You know, and then you get away from the game and you want to kind of get back and get involved. And I'd coached uh, at a high school uh, some years back uh, at another place we lived up near D.C. And uh, got down here and got asked to uh, come out and help. So I kind of did, and it just kind of snowballed. And uh, so I've been the head coach. This is my second year. Um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be around the game. And, uh, you know, there's no other, uh, no other way to do it. So uh, I really enjoy it. It's fun being around the kids. Uh, sharing some knowledge, uh, seeing them on their journeys, uh, and helping them along. It's, it's just uh, really exciting. To end here, Alan, I'll let you, once again, where, where can people find out more information uh, about epilepsy? So if you go to stepstowardszero.com, you will uh, find all the information you need. You'll, you'll find steps on how to talk to your doctor, how to restart that conversation. You'll be able to have a conversation and join in a conversation with uh, other people with epilepsy. Uh, there's a discussion guide there to help you prepare for everything uh, and really just empower the community. That's what the whole website is about, is to empower the community. So if you go to stepswordzero.com, uh, you'll be able to find out all that information. And if you go to your uh, social media, any of your social media, and you hashtag steps towards zero and share what your goal of being zero seizure free means to you, uh, SK Life Science is going to donate a dollar to the Epilepsy Foundation. So I encourage everybody to go out there, share their story, uh, 
join the community, uh, and know you're not alone. Great stuff. Uh, and again, uh, a pro for 13 years, 2021 inductee to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and now high school football coach, Alan Fanica. Alan, thank you very much for doing this. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Alan Fanica, he was a really good player, ladies and gentlemen, and he could have played longer. He was a stud as an offensive lineman.